racetracks around Australia. Here's Inside Motorsport. As the Supercar Series winds up this weekend at Oran Park, we catch up with Russell Engel. Russell, will you take the championship's points lead into this round? The Darwin race was, uh, was uh, well, had a bit of everything. I was going to say it was good to us, but it was it was pretty bad there at one stage after that first race um, with stop-go penalty. Um, revenge that uh, nearly put us out of the championship altogether. And, uh, and all of a sudden, um, we uh, had a, a stroke of luck, which, um, to be quite honest, I think was overdue because we, we've had a shocking couple of rounds, including Calder, where we had brake failure and, and they didn't run the third race in the wet. So uh, we sort of were dropping down in the, in the points department, but um, then the, uh, the problems HRT had in the, in the second race at Darwin, and all of a sudden we sort of got our act together and uh, back up the pointy end. Looked like uh, you fellows had just managed to build a better mousetrap for what was a very pressured race with... Uh, Cams and the Vesco and and all the bodies telling you which car you had to put your bum in. Uh, absolutely, I mean it was. Um, I mean yeah, we, we're still sort of not very happy with the decision, to be quite honest, because um, we had very limited time with the car. HRT had a, had a uh, quite a bit quite a bit more testing than what we had. We, we were just running a bit behind and, and, and really get the car out at all. And the decision when it was made was only about a week before Darwin as well when we found out that uh, I had to race the VT. So really we, we had to uh, prepare the VT uh, for myself. We had to make extra parts for it because Larry was just going to go up with the VT and just run around and not really be too concerned about it um, because obviously he, he wasn't, he's not in contention the championship but all of a sudden it changed around and we didn't have any spares for it so I was making spares and different roll bars and panels and painting things and it was just honestly it was it was the biggest week for the team on earth but uh, um, you know we got it all done and, and got the thing up there and um, luckily you know made it made it fairly competitive that must have been the most satisfying thing for the team because after you uh, after you thrash away for a week the worst thing that can happen is not a good result oh for sure absolutely i mean you know we, we struggled in qualifying because of the reason i mean the first time i drove the car in new tires was in qualifying and the balance changed completely so that did catch us out and probably why i qualified down in, in eighth position uh again which which could have had you know serious repercussions as far as the championship is concerned and uh and and the worst scenario did happen where HRT were at the front of the grid uh, with their VT, so um, it very much near, near destroy the championship there. So it was, like I said, it was uh, a decision that from from camps which we, we didn't really like, but uh, luckily we, we we had a bit of bit of fortune our way and, and also got the car a little bit more competitive as, as the day went on, right up to actually Sunday morning warm-up. We, we found a bit of time there as well, which, which at least put us competitive with everyone else. Um, so, uh, you know, we, we came away fairly happy with that, probably going to Iron Park a, a little bit more confident, but um, it was very touch-and-go there at some stage. All right, you've got the VT now. I guess it's fate complete. You've got to run it again next weekend. How much is Oran Park like Hidden Valley? Uh, probably not at all, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, Oran Park's uh, um, a lot bumpier it's in certain sections. It's uh, it's very undulating, so it's you know there's a, there's a lot of rises and drops off camper corners. Um, and, and Hidden Valley is, is very very flat, so there's, yeah, there's probably you know, and the heat difference as well, which which plays a big part as far as tyres go. So, 
Um, but saying that, I mean, we, we've got a lot of useful information out of out of Darwin as far as the VT goes, and I think a lot of that will be relative as far as setting the car up um, for Oran Park. So, you know, we'll, we'll we'll be in pretty good shape there. I think we we were, you know, very competitive in the in the practice sessions last year, even, even though I had a couple of shocking races. Um, so that side of it, we will have some uh, new Dunlops we'll be testing this week on the way actually up to Sydney. So um, hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, there'll be a bit more pace in the tyre department. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're we'll, we'll just we're just going to have to go up there and, and get on top of things very, very quickly. But again, we're going to a new circuit with the VT, and it's going to be very hard to tell <laughs> what, what it's going to be like. I mean, it could be brilliant or it could be an absolute dog. So, I mean, uh, it, it's... Uh, it's a very hard thing to predict, really. Joining us on the line now is Gavin McGrath. And Gavin, also going right down to the wire, is the Formula Ford Championship of 1998. Well, that's, that's certainly true. Uh, in fact, uh, there are three drivers still with a uh, with a chance to win the, the title, although um, Tim Lay's chance is a, a very slight one. He needs to win both races and have the two drivers in front of him, Adam Macro and Christian Jones, uh, finish with nothing. But... Uh, Motor racing's a funny old game, and anything's possible. It is indeed, and one great thing in this year's series is the resurgence of Australian-built chassis with the Spectrum 06 Formula Ford chassis just uh, taking all before it. Well, this is the first uh, first uh, time uh, an Australian chassis uh, has won the championship in uh, around about 12 or 13 years. Uh, however, I better... Um, I better uh, uh, you know, better put a uh, proviso on that because uh, Tim Lay could, who's driving Van Diemen, could still possibly take out the championship. Um, but both Adam, who's leading the championship, and um, Christian Jones, who's in second, um, they both are driving the Spectrum chassis, and it's a fantastic uh, performance from uh, Mike Ball and uh, Ballin's racing development for them to um, to get there. It's uh, a lot of hard work to beat the uh, imported chassis. It is indeed when we consider that they were so dominant at the beginning of the season and it took really until Wanneroo for the European chassis, in this case the Van Diemen, to even look like and manage to get a victory from them. Well, that's true. It, it's funny, uh, really, because the Magals were very competitive at the start of the season and, and have dropped off a little, um, whereas the uh, Van Diemen's had a slow start. And, uh, in fact, I was speaking to Tim Lay the other day and he said that uh, he was confident that his Van Diemen is every bit as quick as the, the uh, Spectrum now, but it just took them a while longer to, to get to that level. Um, that is the advantage of having an Australian chassis. Uh, all of the development for uh, the local conditions um, has been done here for the Spectrum. That gave them a great start to the year. And it doesn't hurt with sales with already a, a few teams ordering their Spectrum 07 for next season championship as well. Absolutely. Uh, Mike Borland, uh, who, who runs Borland Racing Developments, that built the, the Spectrum, isn't giving too much away, as you'd expect, but um, I, I, would, I would expect to see um, perhaps even up to half a dozen uh, new chassis appearing next year, and when you add that to the already strong field of um, Spectrums, we might have a situation where the field is dominated by the Australian-made chassis, and that would be a real turnaround because uh, only a couple of years ago, the Van, everyone was driving a Van Diemen in Formula Ford. It is set to be a fantastic championship finale at Oran Park on the 2nd of, of August. Two rounds that will uh, comprise the day's racing and the 8th 
and final round of the Australian Formula Ford Championship. And Gavin, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you right throughout the season. We look forward to speaking to you on Sunday with all the results. I look forward to that too, Craig. Murray Chandler was the clerk of the course at the Rally of New Zealand. He joins us now. And Murray, amazing to get this race in with the conditions that New Zealand turned on for all the WRC competitors. Oh, it certainly did. Uh, it was all go, and uh, the weather conditions were absolutely terrible on the first couple of days. Never seen so much rain. And uh, frankly, we were quite concerned the event would run during part of it because uh, we'd lost so many washouts. But uh, at the end of the day, with a lot of work from all the people concerned, we uh, ran almost all of the stages. We really only lost two stages due to flooding. Well, Colin McRae set the pace on day one up until the final stage, and then uh, everything seemed to get a bit turbulent with the uh, heavy conditions in day two, but uh, a cracking day in day three. Oh, absolutely, and uh, it's quite interesting. When Didier Auriel was here doing his reconnaissance, he'd made the comment that he, uh, he hoped it was wet. And uh, it was wet, and he showed why, because frankly, he set out the pace, and uh, it was quite amazing what a lead he had at the end of the second day. And uh, of course, he would have won if he hadn't blocked a little bit of time uh, today, and just give, given Carlos that chance. And then, of course, uh, they were near equal, and we, and we saw the lead seesaw was, was less than less than a second, tenth of a second between the two of them as they swapped times on the stage. It really was exciting. The whole of uh, the whole of the Auckland sporting, I should say, the whole of the New Zealand sporting community were watching. It was unbelievable. And a very uh, tough battle there between the two Toyota runners. Well, it certainly was, and I think the important part is that uh, um, they didn't have any team orders. There was no question about it. They were both there to win, and there was no uh, no drawing back. All right, then. Colin McRae, who'd been dominant, so dominant, of the New Zealand roads for so many years now, he did start off well, but uh, really had some problems on day two. Did he manage to get that fixed by day three? Well, I'm not exactly sure what the problems were, but it was pretty apparent that he wasn't on the pace in those last couple of days. He did get a couple of good times today. I don't think from my memory that he won any stages. You'd appreciate uh, when you head down and tail up with Clark, of course, and you don't actually get to find the fine details. But uh, uh, no, he was he was a little off the pace, and I'm sure he'll be, he'll be the first to say how disappointed he is. Top five in the WRC category were... Carlos Sainz in first place, followed by his teammate um, there in um, Didier Oriol. Then we've got uh, Tommy Mackinnon, followed by Yuha Kankinen, fifth by Colin McRae. Possum Bourne had established he was the highest-ranked uh, New Zealander on day two to stay ahead of Joe McAndrew. Yes, he was uh, fair distance ahead of Joe, and then unfortunately had a, an engine failure coming down the coast yesterday, uh, touring back to the park for May. And so then Joe moved into the lead. And then we've had a battle all day today. And uh, Joe had a couple of mechanicals, which uh, didn't help him. And uh, that didn't go his way. And Jeff Argyle came through to be first Kiwi. And then we had, of course, an exciting Group N battle between New Zealand Stumpy Holmes and the Australian Michael Guest. And they kept uh, swapping the lead there for a while. And uh, I think the pressure must have told because uh, about two stages from the end, Stumpy got it wrong in the corner and rolled out of the rally. So uh, that handed the uh, Group N to Michael Guest for the second time. Uh, in this country, but it was an exciting race while it was going. It was a strong Formula 2 field there, and I think the interesting part was the showing of the Hyundai. It was their new car, and uh, first launched at this event. In fact, only just homologated, and uh, they were up there with the pace. They had some trouble towards the end, but I think any new car is going to do that, and they'd have to be pretty pleased. They took third place uh, on the two-litre podium behind the two seats. Any other points of note that you managed to get across your uh, path as the clerk of the course? 
I think probably for us the most uh, pleasing part was something that's not very exciting from a sporting point of view, and that is the reconnaissance. In other words, the pre-event checking of the roads, which has been the source of problems in previous years, was so well done this year with no problems whatsoever, no damage to the roads, no accidents with the public, and uh, that certainly pleased us very, very much. From the event's point of view, the challenges of the weather, I mean, it was just unbelievable. About half an hour before we were about to start leg two, we had a report that the road had just slipped, the main highway north where the cars were all going had just slipped and it was not passable. So you can imagine the panic of uh, issuing the new road instructions. Sure, we had them available, but they had to be put together and uh, got the crews. And then, of course, the challenges of all the stages in the north being blocked while the uh, sheet rain, more than I've ever seen before in that area in, in living memory, sheet rain just bucketed down for the day, put lots of challenges on our people, but they all responded well. And as I said earlier, we only lost two stages, so probably more than anything else, uh, those will be the things that live in my memory. Thanks for being with us. I hope you join us next time on Inside Motorsport. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media in the studios of Triple SFM Canberra via Comrade Sat with the support of the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia.